Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, how to get 20, 20, 20, how to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So, Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Flat to the Mat, the new MMA podcast from News Ireland. I'm Simon Maguire. I'm delighted to be joined as ever by Hugh Stalwarts of the Irish MMA circuit and Chris Fields and Paul Redmond. Welcome to the show, guys. Good afternoon. Good afternoon or evening or whatever we are right now. That's afternoon Even somewhere, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it's afternoon. It's that drinking time then, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, I mean, let's get straight into it. We, we talked about the three title fights going into the weekend and we're just going to stick to the three title fights after the weekend. Uh, Peter Yan, the new bantamweight champion in the UFC. I mean, I think, well, I don't know, I don't want to speak for you, but I think we can all agree that that fight was stopped a bit too late. Yes. Just touch, just touch. Just, just about 41 touches too late. <laughs> was that how many uh, notable strikes there was to him, was it? It was, it was I, I, what I want to know is, I suppose, if it wasn't Jose Aldo, would it have been stopped sooner? I think it's the real question. Yeah. Uh, do you think they were giving him the benefit of the doubt there? Absolutely. Yeah, but, well, uh, I think I heard I did hear Leon Robert saying, you know, fight back Aldo, fight back Aldo, and he'd move maybe a couple of inches, and then he'd, he'd, he'd sort of cover up again. So, and then he'd eat another five or six shots. Then he'd say it again, and it happened two or three times. But by the third time, he's at already, say, six, 12, 18, 18 shots unanswered, you know. Um, Yes, yeah, it could definitely, it definitely a late stoppage. Uh, but I think, yeah, he was just giving him just the benefit of the doubt just because of who he was, who he is, and what he's doing. I think as well, like, you know, sometimes the camera angle can make, like, like Leon's obviously seen, look, Leon's a top ref, isn't he? Like, like yeah, some, yeah. Not a sham, like, coming in here, no. you know? So the camera angle is, like, kind of looking at a weird angle where you're looking from down up at a guy who's lying face down. Leon's looking at it from a different angle where you can see all the body, everything that's moving, what's happening, if he's, you know, what way he's covered up and all. And it can just look maybe a little bit worse, you know. Like, I, do like think I, the last, I do think the last 10 punches, Aldo was literally hand, hand yeah. on here, hand on here. Yeah, yeah. And I was like, come on, mate. Yeah. It looked like he had no more... Ideas really, it was done and dusted at that point, wow. wasn't it? Yeah, yeah. Oh, 
Uh, I will say Peter Ian had a fantastic performance there the weekend. Yeah, I thought he looked great, yeah. Fantastic. Uh, I thought he was crisp. He, he, he got lifted off his feet in the first. He took one or two heavy kicks on it before that he got lifted off his feet and uh, switched to southpaw stance and was just clean, just as clean southpaw as he was orthodox. I, I think, uh, yeah, I, it was a, some beautiful striking displays by the two boys. But uh, yeah. something I did, I did notice that Yan uh, uh, was bite, biting on the feint a lot and going tight with the hands. And I'm thinking yeah. someone like Al Jermaine Sterling will use that to his advantage to kind of get in underneath him. Uh, I thought Al was walking the body really nice on the inside uh, when they, they were literally fighting. Nearly stepping on each other's toes to get yeah, close of yeah. all rounds, like you know what I mean. And um, they weren't afraid of each other. I think, and the latter half of the third round, the fourth round, you could see Aldo. It, but it's not that he was. It's not that he was tired by any means. But the peps just wasn't in his step that it was in the first. And Peter Yan was just that quicker to the punch. Yeah, I think I think he was doing a good job uh, main, making Aldo miss too, and then punishing him. And even when Aldo landed, he was countering straight away. He landed some beautiful hooks off Aldo, landing him straight in, back in with another hook. Uh, yeah, I I, I I like the I like the Aljamain Sterling fight next. I think that's the way to go. I'm not liking yeah. like a brand talk. No, I think uh, I think the like Jan had already because Jan and um, Sterling were matched before that fight. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So I think that just gonna make that you know uh, it makes sense all the way around. Yeah, two best guys in the division, really. It's, yeah, hundred percent. Yeah. Uh, who do you think takes that one? Sure, I'll, go, I'll let you keep Jan and I'll go Aljo. Yeah, I'd go with that all day. And is that the end for for Jose Aldo then? Because he can't really go back up to featherweight, can he? And. It was a fairly comprehensive beat. Yeah, but you're fight like like it's not like it was like remember the cowboy discussion we had before. It's not like he's getting beat by a bum. Like he's he's getting beat by the best guy in the division, the best he, guy in the division. And, and he was putting up a really good fight. Like it was a good performance. Yeah, Jan was just that bit better. He was just that bit better. So what's next, I Ralzo? Think, then I I, I refer to my, my my original question. Cody Garbrandt, let's see. Cody Garbrandt, Aldo. That actually is a good fight, yeah. That's a scrap. Yeah, that's actually... I, I'd watch that. I'd pay to watch that. <laughs> that's that question. Not, I, I, think, I think I might do matchmaking. Anthony Pettis for every fight. <laughs> Anthony Pettis. Just say Anthony Pettis. Can he make Anthony, fight? I don't know. We'll just... It'll happen. Just make it happen. Anthony Pettis. He'll fight anyone. Yeah, actually, I think that um, Garbrandt-Aldo fight makes plenty of sense, so... Yeah. It's it's probably what does Aldo want to do now? Maybe Aldo like it's it's more about what he might be like. Right, well that's me done. I wanted to fight for the belt. You know what I mean? I wanted to title. We don't title. I'm probably done here. So we'll see. You think um, it'll take a substantial time, amount of time off after that fight? Uh, if I was his coach, I'd be telling him to take a fair bit of time. Six uh, months job. Yeah, that's a, like a lot of damage. Like, like yeah, I I've had. 20 odd fights and I don't think I took that much damage you know I've lost fights and been finished but I don't think I took that much damage in my whole career never mind one uh, just that one in fucking now I've had two fights where uh, that one that I did for the UFC cutting all that weight that time where I smashed my head about three rounds I took I got 
battered for three rounds. I don't, I don't even think I laid a glove on him for that. He said nothing in me. And for about a week after, I remember waking up and the room was just spinning in me. And like, I, I didn't do anything for yeah. about uh, a month. I didn't do train hard for a month after that. I couldn't like I just you know that was that was yeah. fairly common to finish to the night you know. I I know you talked I, I about this before, Paul, but like that that weight cut was was fairly scandalous that you did. Um, you know how how long did it take you to, not, to, to, to forget about the, the, the fight? How much did it, how long did it take it really to recover physically from the the cut itself? Um, I, I, like going back into the fight, I like rehydrate or just in general. Just in general, I know it might, might be difficult because you're saying you got, you got a fair thumping, but like, can you remember it, just going yeah, to go and like, feel okay now? Uh, yeah, about it was about a, it was about a month between sort of all the cuts and uh, the, the bad cut of my eye that needed eight stitches. Uh, I was concussed, badly concussed for about you know a week to about ten days after. Um, I wasn't really eating too much after the fight, so it was about like between about three weeks and about a month. I was like, right. I can go to gym. I'm not a stiff. But I'm I'm back eating proper. I'm back training proper and stuff. But it was about a month, yeah. And how was the body feeling then when you went back? It's it's hard to tell because you're taking a break. Really, is it like a? I, I like we went. I wasn't really training. I, I didn't jump straight back into sparring or anything like that. Yeah. Um, it was more grappling, get back lifting weights, uh, that type of stuff. But then probably another month. To be a hundred percent where sparring again, so it's probably two months away. Yeah. Sparring company, sparring that's, rolling, and that that that's smart though, and it shows the level of coaching you're getting because a lot of fucking coaches to be screaming at you after two weeks to get back to the gym. You needed that break after a fight like that on both yeah. sides, the cut and the the actual fight yourself. You know, you needed to be smart. The cut was horrendous. I, did, I still think I was. I mean, to sound crude here, but pissing yellow for about three days. I just I couldn't get hydrated proper at all. At all. Probably like like you're talking, the amount of salt you would have taken out of your body during that cut would have been insane. I think on I think when we went down to the sauna, I had about nine and a half kilos to go to cut a of water. Yeah, okay. Fuck me, Paul. That's rotten. That's... <laughs> I'm disappointed. Like, I've, done, I've done some bad ones. I've done some bad ones in my life, but that is fucking. And I'm a bigger buckle than you as well. Like so, it's like. There's more to come off. That's fucking meldy, mate. That's absolutely uh, horrendous. I, 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 I think the most I ever cut in my career was about seven and a half, eight. Like, and that was fucking horrendous. Like, it was horrendous. And I can't even picture doing an extra, like, ha- like half a kilo or point two of a kilo more than that. It was just that was my max out. I'm probably gonna die soon. You know what I mean? Like, fucking. Oh, I don't, yeah. we were there, we were there, there as well. Like, yeah, uh, I think from about twelve o'clock that afternoon, so twelve p.m. to about five p.m., I think I might have dropped maybe half a pound. <laughs> like, oh. no, no was coming out, and we were still doing like fifteen minutes in the sauna, fifteen minutes out, mm. ten minutes out. Yeah. Yeah, you just feel your your soul leave you, don't you? At that point, you're just like this is, yeah. The boys, the boys were literally carrying me in. Do you know where you get where you get that weird thing where you kept saying to yourself, you kept going to them like, let, let me check it again there, so let me hoping yeah. that fucking, oh, yeah. 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 <laughs> it's wrong. Yeah. Let me let me have a quick look there. Let me have a... Yeah. Because again, I'm yeah. so much saying, like, oh my oh. god, what the fuck is happening? 
No, that has to be a mistake. That has to be a mistake. That's, that has to be a mistake. Yeah, the panic. Melody. Would you do it again? Yeah, but no, no, no. Never. Oh, yeah. And, and, and like, if I've seen any fighter trying to do it, I just like, you know, what are you getting out of this? It's just wrong from, from, it's just wrong to do, wrong to ask somebody to do. It's just wrong really across the board. I think, I think, like, a lot of that as well from, uh, like, me and Paul's group, you know, that, like, that kind of, I don't know, what, what, like, it's been referred to as the golden age, but, the, the like, the first kind of proper wave of professional MMA fighters from the country. Uh, yeah. We made all the mistakes so all the lads coming through, like, there's, like, like James that we spoke about from Paul's gym and, like, Ian from my own place, that they don't have to make those silly mistakes anymore. You know, we, we can say to them, that was a stupid fucking idea that I met. You know, a stupid decision by me. You don't need to do that. Yeah, we heard those three, let- three little letters and thought, you know, this is it. Um, yeah. I jumped I jumped on it. It is what it is. But like that, at least you have something going forward now and you can educate uh, other lads about it. Um, so, okay. Well, moving on. Um, <laughs> the, uh, well, no, it's, it's, it's good. It's, 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 I, wanted, I always wanted to ask Paul about it. More, not so much the fight, but the, the difficulty afterwards with the cut. And it's good to hear that he's passing on that information now to, to the, the up-and-comers, shall we say, the young, the new brood. But, the youngins. Uh, the, the youngins. Um, looking at the, the co-main, uh, Valkanovsky and Holloway, on the night okay. On the night I had it for Holloway three rounds to two. Don't you say it, Redzer. Don't you say it. Fantasy. Jesus. <laughs> I fell asleep with the co-main and man, I'm sorry. I'm gonna put it out there. It was too long. Okay, it was too long. I'm, I'm getting on in the years. I'm getting on in the years, and I couldn't stay awake from it uh, for it. And I was a little bit rusty. But I will watch it tonight, and I'll give you my feedback on the next podcast. <laughs> it is one. I thought Rose Namajuna has had a great fight. You know, she had a spectacular performance. Let's that talk about that wasn't the question fight. I asked. <laughs> <laughs> Looking at it, here's some, here's some I'd like to discuss in reference to this fight, right? Why don't we ever have draws? Like, why is there not draws? So I was talking to uh, Simon just before, and I was like, "Oh wait, it's do got it because I haven't seen." And I've read, I've read all the like the breakdowns, and I've Mm. seen people argue about online, and I've seen the highlights of the fight. But so Simon was saying he thought uh, Max took one and two. Toured, sort yeah. of could have went the way, and then Alex uh, sort of come on uh, strong and far away. So it's whatever way you score the third round. Yeah. Are you going to score? The, are you going to score the third round? Uh, ten tens. Is it? Is it that way around? Like, well, that's the thing. Like, this is what I'm saying. That if you're going like this round is a toss up, it could be anyone's. Why is it never a draw? Why does it always yeah. have to be someone takes the round? That's that's the problem. Like, like there's this. We almost have this fucking thing that, like, there has to be, like, someone has to get them nodded around. Why? It's less detrimental to people's careers than giving some bollocks decision just because you had to pick someone for the round. Like, there can be draws. Like, do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, yeah. And, and then you have a you have a straight rematch. Then if it's a draw, so like, you know, Max didn't get completely fucked over. Dana's probably going to have to make that rematch because he believes that he did. You know. Um, 
Because after they're after doing two, Alex technically won the two of them in, uh, in the yeah. so it's, You know, um, I don't think they'll do that straight away. I think, they, I think they're think going to want to see what Alex is capable of at that weight and give him someone new. Who else is there from a feather, really? Um, I think the winner of Qatar and Age. Yeah, I like... I like that Age guy. I think he's really good. Like, yeah, yeah, he's so good, yeah, yeah. He's fighting quite regularly and might be the biggest draw, biggest name yet. Fuck me, he's good, man. Um, I know Simon was saying uh, he thought he'd be Barbosa about him. Um, but, you know, he's fun to watch. And, uh, that, was, that, was another, that was another really close fight, like. Yeah. I just feel that, like, like making a decision because you feel like you have to make a decision that someone wins around. It's like a loss is so detrimental to your career and your earnings for the night, you know. And like yeah, someone just so makes it because they because they have to pick something. Well, what would Max have lost out on there during the night? You know, grand or hundred grand? Probably, yeah, yeah. And and then like you know, if it is a draw, there's an immediate rematch. Like there has to be. Do you know what I mean? But if it's a if it's a draw, nobody gets the win bonus. Yeah. And yeah. then the UFC is happening. I'm surprised I'm not telling the judges through more draws than. You know? <laughs> uh, what way did you go to Chris? Uh, I had it slightly to max, but like not by a huge margin. And that's why I think a draw should have, like, like, I think a draw is fair because he, he didn't take it from the champ. You know that old saying? He never took it. Like, yeah. He didn't actually take it from him. Like, it was so close that someone could have scored it the other way. That's the problem. Like, yeah, uh, was it an all stand-up affair? Uh, no, Volkanovski got a few takedowns, um, but they weren't really. He didn't really control them. Uh, Max scrambled back up, and that's supposed to be the new criteria that you do some damage. But I don't know how they're scoring. And actually, the refs that are or the judges that were there are all solid judges. Uh, it's Ben Cartledge and the like were judging it. Oh, no, so they're all good. they're all like. And I've actually sat down and discussed with them the judging criteria because one of my fighters they gave a draw in one of his fights and I thought he clearly won the fight and they're the guys who changed my mind on the whole takedown thing they're like well it doesn't count if you don't do anything with it but then they're also the guys that scored the fight to Volkanovski for getting the takedown see it's so like I suppose like it, there, there's so many nuances to, to judging like you know like how me and you see fighting both, both me and you enjoy grappling a lot you know yeah. and we're all if you enjoy some, you're always going to score a little bit higher. Like you just are, because you like watching it. Do you know that kind of way? Like so. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. What was you, what was your assignment? Sorry. Yeah. Go. How did you see it? Just just based on watching it on the night, I was like, well, Holloway won that. Now I wasn't methodically taking every minute or breaking down every yeah every punch and every stat, but just the fight. That's because it was probably eight o'clock in the morning when you were watching it. When I was just sleeping. <laughs> yeah. I mean, I, th- I think it was. I think it was about six, but. Uh, it, to me, it looked like I went, yeah, how do I won that? You know? Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, this is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ 
the official ETF of the NCAA. The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com slash QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And then right. uh, they go to split decision. And I was like, ah, it couldn't be. And then they went the other way. And I was like, I, it's kind of one of those ones where you're looking at going, but like Max, to me, Max was always in the front foot. Like, I, I think he clearly won round one, and I think he clearly won round two. I think yeah, yeah. just about won round four and just about won round five. So, yes. he, like, they're still all 10 9 rounds. That makes it even. And then we go to the third round, and it's how you scored the third round. And it looks like there are the stats that Valkanovsky outlanded Holloway. Um, but to me, you know, yeah, it just, it just the, the feeling and looking at the fight, I thought Holloway won. It looked like he, he was always yeah. in the center, marching forward. Um, yeah, he was pressing. Sometimes the like uh, the commentary was leaning towards Holloway, which can swing you when you're watching fights possibly, too. Yeah, you know, possibly, yeah. Um, it's uh, it's a good scrap. It is a good scrap. It's actually, like uh, the the uh, Aldo and the Jan fight on that are very good fights. Like, and uh, like you're you're dealing with like very fucking high caliber guys, like like ridiculously high yeah. caliber. Um, yeah, so I just think yeah. I mean, it just kind of puts a question mark around. I'm not like you can't like to, to go that the distance with Holloway and push him all the way. Shows a good jar anyway. I mean, we're not. It's not like it was a complete robbery. I don't know. Robbery is the wrong word. Well, I just I just felt that Holloway shaded it, you know. Yeah, uh, yeah, and this is why I'm saying like about the the draws. Like we, how many, like how many do you remember in recent history? It's weird that we don't like. There can't be that many fights that are so cut and dry a winner. Like the split decision thing is even annoys me. Like, yeah, if you if you can't just because it's something in. Yeah, that's the problem. Like you know, I, and and like it. <laughs> Like like what we were saying, I'm my favorite grappling, or you you know, or the other guy my favorite striking. But it like like especially when you're up at Holloway, you're getting decent money anyway. But if you're at a, like a lower level, that could be you out of the UFC on a split decision that you didn't really lose. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, true, That's yeah. it. You're gone. Yeah, like I'd always favor even in boxing. I'd always favor the front foot fighter as opposed to. That's why I always thought Mayweather yeah, lost about seven fights. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> like, I, I thought he won the Castillo fight the first time I watched it, and they watched it back, and I was like, yeah, Mayweather definitely won it. But, well, like, you know, that that should be scoring for uh, octagon control, and, yeah, like, you know, so he should be scoring, yeah. I just, I kind of, I thought it was very tight. I did think Holloway edged it, but, like, I think had they said a draw, I don't think people would have been horrifically annoyed, you know? But the other thing is, if we start going drawn, given 10 10 rounds, you could easily give one of the ones that Falkonowski edged, or, you know, as a 10 10 as well. Yeah. And all of a sudden, Holloway wins a majority decision. Yeah. Yeah. So, because we're all just focusing on the third round. But, like, I, I thought he was lucky to win 
uh, four as well. Like you kind of edge that too. But if we're if and if you bring in ten ten to it, do you give the judges a cop out for every like is going every round going to be ten ten? Like <laughs> yeah, I just think that it, it's like it should be rare, but not as rare as as it is a draw and fights should be rare. Like it shouldn't be every show. There shouldn't be a draw. But there's a lot of times that I feel like they just they go I oh, just give it to him. Because yeah. they're like, I have to pick one, you know, that kind of way. And then that's a shite way to be looking at fighting, like, you know? You know, so... Anyway, maybe debate for another day. Well, it could, it could run on for a while, given the way things are going. And then, of course, well, there was no need for... Uh, there was no need for a draw in the in the main event. I Like, it was obvious. It was clear to me, anyway, that Masvidal just wasn't, you know, elite-level fight fit on short notice. What did you think? He did okay in the first round. Yeah, absolutely. But he, he, you could see him breathing heavy around halfway through the second. And you, you knew from, I, I kind of felt from that, oh, he's, it's going to be tough. I think, I think uh, the other thing is, um, for Usman, like, like a lot of people are saying what you're saying, and I agree. Like, you know, there was no way. I, I'd say Masvidal was preparing, but not. Like, you know, we were talking about it's not fully preparing. You know, you always think you're going, ah, I'll eat that thing that I shouldn't eat, you know, because you don't know what's going to happen or not. But, like, Usman was fighting a completely different fight a week ago. Do you know what I mean? Like, Burns and Masvidal, there's no comparison. You're not pressing Burns against Cage for, for five rounds. He's going to jump guard and submit you. <laughs> and you're not trying to take him down. I think, I think, um, it's just, I think that's his best attribute is doing that. So I think he's going to do what he's best at. And I think we'll try that on Burns just because he's that bit bigger, you know? Yeah, I see. Like, I, I think Guzman was probably preparing to fight a complete different way. And then it's like, right, you've got Masvidal now. And he's like, shit. How am I going? Like, right, well, go back to go back to what I know. Like you're saying, go back to what I do best. But, yeah. Like, uh, I like I'd say if he had a full camp for Masvidal, I think like preparing for Masvidal, I think you see a different guy in there. I think he's getting a lot of space for being born. If, if you see Masvidal with a full camp, and vice versa, so the two guys with a full camp, how do you see it going? Same way. Oh. Yeah, I don't think Masvidal beats Usman ever. Uh, Masvidal was so much better on the feet, though, no. Yeah, I just think it's a completely different fight. I think you see Usman probably go for the takedown a lot more, where instead of just pressing against the cage, like I see, I see him actually finishing a few takedowns, getting some hard ground and pound off. He won't do that with Gilbert Burns, obviously, but I think with Masvidal, that's the approach. I think like, you know, you're got what are you going from a short, stocky grappler who's uh, like world level on the ground to a long striker? <laughs> you know what I mean? It's like. Complete different fucking fight from, and he's kind of being—he's getting a bit of stick of being called born. It's kind of like the old GSP stuff. Like he's, like he's just so good that he shuts people down completely, and they can't do anything about it. You know? Yeah, they showed the list of the top ten, and, and they showed him cross the names. He's all crossed out, and there's only like Wonder Boy and one other fighter. Like not, he hasn't beat in the top ten or something like that. You know? Yeah. That's that's a, that's a clean out of a division if ever I saw one. Yeah. Yeah, I think yeah, I think he's immense. I think he's uh, I think he's in that GSP status. I think he'll be a champion for a long time. Although, I think in the division right now, Burns is probably the worst matchup for him because I think he's just. I think yeah. Burns beats. Yeah, like that's what I'm saying. I think it's. I don't think that's a terrible show to be honest. Rather, I think like he tries to press Burns against Cage. Me and Tom chat about this a lot. I think Burns will just jump guard. 
uh, or a flying triangle yeah. or something mental. He'll just stay on him. I think he'd be comfortable jumping guard with him. I, I, I don't think Burns gives it, especially if he's down, say, two rounds, getting pressed, can't get him off, can't turn him. He'll just jump guard, play off his back for a bit, try and sweep him, you know? Uh, I think you're going to sweep such a high-level wrestler like that, even though they are good, they're as good as Burns on the ground, but with those hips and that elite-level wrestling, I think he'll probably think he'll have a better chance of scrambling even back to the feet from there than he would getting him off him on the cage. Oh, yeah. Do you get me? Like, like getting a break yeah, from there. Yeah, because, yeah, yeah. Yeah, so, like, he'll jump guard, attempt a sub, Usman will pull out, he'll scramble back to the feet, and then he'll be at space to throw again, you know? Um, but I think, like, he, I, I don't think Usman, or I don't think uh, Burns would be too worried about, like, being taken down by Usman. I don't think he'd be too worried if he ends up on his back. Uh, you know, the cage, like I was saying, after a while, if it's if he's losing a the fight there, I think he'd be happy to pull in the positions. And I think he wins it out in the open. So it's a, it's a much tougher fight for Usman than uh, Masvidal, I feel. Anyway. And Paul was saying last week that uh, give Masvidal a full camp rematch if he if he goes the distance. Are we, are we still sticking by that? Or do you reckon uh, Burns next and maybe Masvidal rematch down the line? Uh, look, I'm going to watch it tonight. And uh, everyone's saying it's pretty clear, Joy, that it was... Now, 5045, it was a. Um, there's not really. Maserati didn't really do much, maybe a good first round. Uh, look, give Burns the shot if uh, it's there. Why not? Um, I'd like to see Maserati and uh, Leon Edwards because of what happened over in London there that time. You know I like that scrap. Yeah. Good, good, good match to make. There's a bit of history there behind it. Let the title play out and then the winner of Leon Edwards, Maserati, go again. Yeah, yeah, I think that makes I sense think, actually. Yeah. If, if Masvidal comes through that, he's, he he gets his rematch legitimately as well. Yeah, Leon Edwards um, got beat by a decision by Usman um, a couple of years back. So the two of them will be rematching if Usman takes it. Uh, if not, it's a uh, Bournes is going to be the champ, and then uh, whoever wins that is a new, new fight against Bournes. Either way, it's two good. It's three good fights you're going to get regardless. Yeah, I I think. Uh, the the Edwards Masvidal fight is brilliant. Obviously, there's the the hype there. It's actually a great scrap on paper, anyway. Just technically, it's a fucking great scrap. But and there's the hype that from before. But there's also the um, yeah. I think like it could if Edwards wins it, that's his stock on him because people aren't that interested in him. So the Masvidal fight could be huge for him to put him on the map. You know, who was Edwards asked for? Uh, Gunny. Uh, was it Gunny? No, he's, he's had one since then, has he? Couldn't be Gunny. Mm-hmm. Uh, Rafael de Sanos. RDA, wasn't it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. But, uh, I just think, like, for some reason, he's like he's on a tear, but everyone's kind of sleeping on him. No one really cares about him, especially in Amer- in the US. Like, Is so that just because he's paid for you? He doesn't talk really, does he? Doesn't like do any of that stuff, like uh, which I like. But I think Masvidal then, you know, basically, uh, as as has been said, Connor gave Diaz the golden ticket. Diaz gave Masvidal the golden ticket, and then Masvidal fighting Leon because the style of fight will be will will pass on that golden ticket if Leon beats him. You know. Yeah, yeah. So where does that Colby Covington fit in the whole one seventy division? Yeah, he's like. You know, he could beat anyone there, can't he? That's the thing. Like, I think he fit, like, he's kind of going to be left out now if, if that plays out the way we're thinking. Maybe him and Edwards. Him and Masvidal. Masvidal. Him and Masvidal. 
him Masvidal is a huge fight. Everyone in Masvidal, though, that's what I mean. Masvidal's that new Nate Diaz. He's the yeah. he's the selling point now. Like you know, he has this the stock behind him, and like that that cost him nothing at the weekend. He stepped in on a fight in short notice. He didn't get finished by the champ. You know, everyone's calling the champ boring for the way he fought him. He, by the way that Usman approached the fight, even though like like myself and Paula appreciated because you know how difficult it is to do that stuff, it looks like he's scared of Masvidal. You know, and what Masvidal brings to the table, so that just makes Masvidal to the normal guys. It makes him look better. You know, he lost nothing. Got a load of money. That's what he got. <laughs> yeah, yeah, he got a load of money as well. Yeah, so. I was watching some interview there, and he just said he got, he got paid big. Fair play, though. It did. Apparently, it did one point three million buys. I think so. It's a, it's a lot, isn't it? Big pay per view. Yeah, it's one of the best. He said. Yeah. In fairness, he took his heels in. Uh, he wanted to get paid, and necessity. The UFC needed somebody to step in, and the phone rang. You know, it's mad, isn't it? It's mad, isn't it? They can just come up with the money when they want it. I'd like to know what he was looking for and what he got. Like, I wonder if it's the same, well, though. Apparently, they're trying to say, like, even on the John Jones thing, is they're trying to base all your money, well, a lot of it, on the pay-per-view, boys. So if you're not a draw, not, and they say, you know, you get X amount, and it doesn't draw, you're not going to get that much money back. But if you are a big draw, and he got his X amount, well, then he made big up 1.3 million boys. Yeah. That's the way to do it, isn't it? But I, I imagine, like, Masvidal, that's what I found weird, because I imagine, like, he knows he's a massive draw now, so the boys are going to be big on any pay-per-view he does. So uh, I swear, he was obviously looking for more... Was he looking for more points on the pay-per-view, or was he looking for show, more show money? What was the problem? I don't think he said. He never said. It was just he wasn't happy with the contract, and he wasn't going to fight the boys that he was looked after. I'd say, I'd say he was looking for both, really. Um, he knows yeah. he's a big draw, so they were probably offering him point, whatever. Uh, he probably wanted point whatever more than the public, yeah. you know. Well, what are your What are your thoughts on the UFC pay? I mean, cause, like whatever way you want to do it, they, they've clearly brought MMA on uh, a fair amount over the last 10, 15, over twenty years even. And yet, of course, the, the pay the pay packets haven't been as big as you'd see in boxing. But the big pay, pay packets in boxing are only for you know an elite few, really. You know, uh, I mean. Like, I, I, I talked to some some boxers and stuff, and they 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 then they'd they'd bring in sparring partners and pay their sparring partners um a lot more than you know uh, your uh, MMA fighters would. Uh, so they're probably not making as much as what they they, they say on paper, or they probably will make, but they probably have a, a lot of outgoings from it too. Um, it's definitely not up anywhere near boxing, um, and but the revenue stream that's being given back to fighters came out at like uh, you know less than fifteen percent, just to show you fifteen percent. I think it's yeah, yeah, around seventeen, yeah. Whereas in the, the oh, NFL, it's about forty-eight percent or something. Yeah, that's a massive difference. You know, what I and mean? who's who's making off that? The celebrities, the celebrities that have to point into this, uh, you know, whoever bought into the UFC, and, uh, it's it's owned by like a lot of people basically with money. Um, like they're just making off you know it's, the revenue's not going back to the, to the fighters so um, there has to be something to give somewhere yeah I don't I don't think the comparison with NFL is really like or other sports like that is really a good a good comparison I suppose it's a nice comparison because you have actual figures but like I suppose comparing 
like you'd be closer in saying that I don't I don't really know any <laughs> uh, NFL teams, but like I, I I know one because of Jim Carrey movies, uh, the Miami yeah. Dolphins, right? Yeah, the Miami Dolphins. So, like, you'd, you'd be closer in explaining the pay that the the amount that the Miami Dolphins make and how much goes to each player, doing it like that. Because like the UFC is a franchise; it's not really like you're you're comparing it as a whole sport. It's not; it's a franchise. It's one franchise. Oh, yeah. You know, so I like I don't know what those but figures the, the are. The UFC isn't the Miami Dolphins of MMA. You know what I mean? No, well, the, it's bigger. Whatever the Patriots. biggest one is. Yeah. Yeah, like like how much do Man United play pay the players compared to what the United the the actual club makes across the board? Well, I think Man United is the loss making thing at the moment, isn't it? <laughs> oh, is it? Well, there you go. <laughs> you know, something like that that makes more sense. Yeah, right, Chris. Because I did I read somewhere that say the UFC is paying seventeen percent. I heard Bellator is up by around thirty percent because they yeah. revenue, the revenue stream what the pay per view boys do from the UFC, their yeah. revenue, they give back to the fighters is a lot more than what the UFC do. So you'd be right, you would be right to tell me what you're saying. Yeah. Uh, it's, it's, a, it's a hard one as well because like, it's such a like it's such a niche sport. It's such a, like like I know we're we're so like we're so heavily involved and we know so much about it, but like like I'd love to know like like what one one point three million views like on a pay per view. That's well, like what one point three million is that? As, I think it's what eighty dollars in America, sixty dollars, something, something heavy like that. That's a lot of money. But what, what, what? Like, what is what is one of the major boxing fights doing? Like? Well, I mean, it's, the it's a bit of a lull at the moment because um, like you're, no you're talking about the American pay per view market. Pa- Manny Pacquiao isn't. He's well over the past. Mayweather is retired. Tyson Fury's coming across, but he's on ESPN. Canelo isn't really the pay-per-view model because he signed with the zone, so that's a tenner a month or a hundred a year or something like that, as opposed to the old you'd pay for the f- specific fight. Right. Everyone's on these subscription services which have a mega money deal uh, place anyway, so it's literally just the top percent of uh, fighters that get, <laughs> get paid big. Yeah, see, like that's what I mean. So, like, uh, so is there more of an even spread in the UFC? than there is in the other sports. Like, maybe the top guys aren't making as much the big stars, the John Joneses and the Masvidals, but, like, the base money in the UFC is 10 and 10 now, where what's the base for the yeah. lowest boxing fight a night on a card? It's probably a grand, if they're lucky. If you're lucky, yeah. If you're lucky. You know? And you probably have to sell a lot of tickets for that. Just so everyone's clear, I'm not happy about fighter pay. I believe they should make more. I'm just... Like, I believe, like, we... We're we we're all so annoyed about it that we tend to just take the argument completely off to where it suits, like you know, kind of way where, I like, I, yeah, I'd say the Manny Pacquiao's and the Floyd Mayweather's have made loads of money, but I'd say if you look at the guys lower down, that could be like a guy that just had a few fights in the UFC. They probably made way less money in in boxing. Like, yeah, you know. Yeah, I think so. I think the, the the entry level is something they need to kind of look at it and go from there, and if. Yeah, obviously fighters want more, and I don't think there's nothing wrong with looking for that. And sometimes yeah, they deserve it. They deserve it. Yeah. Like Masvidal waited for his opportunity, and the opportunity struck when obviously Connor retired, and Jones said he wasn't doing it until he got what he wanted, and then he just saw his opportunity, and it was the opportune time. You know, the cards were dealt to him, and he he took the, he could take the house, and he did. You know, so you have to get yourself into that position as well, though. Yeah. Sure. Um. Do you, do you do you like? I don't I don't see it. In, like I don't see it improving vastly anytime soon. I suppose it's like 
with, with soccer teams, you play if you pay one player more per season, then every other guy is going to want that contract from then on. You know, I, like there's just it's so hard to compare a sport because there's so much more money flowing around in other sports as well. Like there's so much money flowing around in soccer and all. Like, it's gonna, I'd say it's probably gonna be. Much as Blue Sport for getting a show. <laughs> That's what I want. Like, he's calling out a couple of names. And I, I yeah. do get that. You know, they're there for the entertainment purpose to bring a lot of show. Well, come on, probably, the guy's probably getting like half a show. You know what I mean? That's what we can't did, did, <laughs> yeah, but I'd say they'd argue that Bruce Buffer is more recognisable than half the fighters on the card. That's the issue. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I know. And I, I, I think know. I think that I, no, but I think the problem is like what you're saying is fair and correct. I think the problem is a bit of the tactic from the UFC is to keep fighters like that because like I think they made a huge mistake with Connor. Connor Connor ran like ran right over them, like you know. So he became almost as big, if not bigger, than the company, and then he can do like he can do and he can do as he pleases, basically, like. Pretty much, you know, it's very difficult for them with him, and I don't think they'll ever make that mistake again. But in fairness, I think he's had four of the top six pay per views. He has, but he's leveraged his hand very well. And I think he even said it himself. Remember, he had that knee injury and from the Holloway fight, Holloway fight, yeah, for yeah. about 11 months going into the Brandau scrap. And I think he said it himself that he learned, he learned about the business and those. Those eleven months, and that you could see, you could definitely see a change in mindset. Like even he, he asked for equity there, like last year or something, didn't he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, and I think like the UFC realized that their brand is so big, so big, as in just a brand that like the Connors are almost detrimental <laughs> because even though they bring in so much money, they they hold so much power too. Like you know, but he's the only and one there, wasn't he? Really. Yeah, that's what they don't want, uh, like with the John Jones and paying him mad money and all this kind of stuff. They don't want another Connor. And the, like Masvidal's another guy they're going to be worried about now. You know, he's becoming a big draw and a big name. And like you hear people speak about him and think about him. Like, you know, that those guys are always going to be trouble for the UFC. I think they'd love a lot of guys that just show up, put on exciting fights, never talk, never look for it and get a hundred grand, never say another word about it, are delighted with their money, you know? I, yeah, but I think Connor's a bit of an outlier as well in that because he was a European fighter, and then they have that kind of, you know, the kind of the football fan traveling mentality. Whereas you yeah, like John Jones yeah. isn't going to bring any no. any fans across the Atlantic or up to Canada no. or like he might fill out somewhere in Albuquerque, but like Connor's just different. yeah, he he'll fill it out on his well, he'll fill out places in the US just because he's John Jones. But yeah, he's not going to have like hoarding fans with flags like lunatics, you know, people singing songs and stuff. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> For sure, we'll sort out. We'll sort out all the UFC's uh, money woes some other time. I'm sure. Yeah, we can talk about splitting the gate and stuff like that next week, perhaps. Yeah. Okay. Hello. <laughs> Perfect, lads. Cheers. Thanks a lot. This is Craig Robinson from Ways to Win. And support for this podcast comes from Invesco QQQ, the official ETF of the NCAA. 
The future isn't scary, not realizing its potential, however, could be. Just like on the recruiting trail, I've seen potential come in many forms as a coach. Learn more at Invesco.com QQQ. Let's rethink possibility. Invesco Distributors, Inc.